All right, people, welcome to another episode of Natty News Daily. We've got a special, special guest on Eddie Saldana, my friend. How are you? Hey, pretty good. Our Wi Fi is being a bit of a pain right now, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah, it was a little laggy there. That's okay. Yeah, hopefully, we'll um, do it again. So, Eddie, um, let's, let's just kick it off with a brief introduction who you are, what you're all about. Um, you know, we've recently thrown your face up on the Natty News page, so I'm sure a lot of people watching will kind of recognize you just because you've, yeah. been, you've been around the last couple of days. But, uh, you know, who are you? What you're all about? Uh, my name is Eddie. I'm 26. I've been training for a little bit over 10 years. I haven't done a lot of shows, a lot of competing. I did one show when I was, uh, like, right when I had turned 20. Uh, probably, I had probably been training for about, uh, 40 years at that time then uh took a few years off competed again in 2018 yep when i was about 23 then took some time off after that and i'm competing again so this is going to be my third this is my third prep and i plan to do three maybe even four shows i'm still undecided i'm kind of in the in the works with cliff right now so you know something came up recently and uh, we're trying to see what's going to happen with that you know maybe might do another show but uh yep. yeah man i'm just uh been training uh, I love it. And uh, yeah, man, that's pretty much who I am. Have you, know? you always been into bodybuilding or did you dabble in powerlifting or anything like that prior? Uh, no, I just, I've always just loved training, man. I, and it's funny how it started, you know, I mean, you know, being like a younger guy when I was uh, like a teenager or in high school, you know, you see somebody with like big biceps and you're like, oh, you know, that's cool. Like, it's fascinating. Like, I want to be big, you know, and uh, I just started working out one day, you know, my brother, I mean, we're like, hey, you know what? Well, we didn't know shit, you know, we're like, hey, let's go to GNC and get some protein and start lifting. And uh, that's yeah. kind of how it started. And it was like from one day, dude, like they just took off. Like, you know, you know, you know a lot of people have like uh, moments where they start lifting and then you know, there's like a period where they take time off, you know, they get lazy or they, I never had that, man. It's like these, the last 10 years, it's always been like consistent. Just I've, I've always just, I love training, man. So I've always been, you know, it's always been a part of my life. It's oh, it's well, funny because how you how you said it like how you got started you said you went to GNC first and then yep. and then to the show mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so, man like, like like I like I said man like we didn't know anything you know I was like sixteen and we didn't know we didn't know shit about lifting we just like oh you know uh let's just go buy some protein you know and you try to get big you know we didn't know anything you know, we just we got some dumbbells we got a bench so we used to work out of my parents' garage and. That's kind of how it started. Eventually, got a gym membership. You know, so it was all trial and error, man. A lot of YouTube, you know, watching shit. They said there used to be this YouTube channel called Ehow or some shit like that, and they would just show you like how to do like uh, like the most basic workouts. And honestly, that's that's how I learned. Pretty much, I taught myself. You know, I learned a lot of learned a lot along the way. You know, like it was just it's been it's been a great journey though, and I've enjoyed it. It's funny. We're all, all four of us are all you know similar age, so I feel like we can all relate to that in some form or another because back. Mm-hmm. back in the day you know there wasn't like mm-hmm. instagram and i mean even yep. YouTube, even youtube was very very small at the time like i remember mm-hmm. watching like elliot hulse that was where i got mm-hmm. a lot of information right yeah yeah yep. james yeah. Is yep. head, right but yep. I, I feel like we can all resonate with with that you know just i didn't know what i was doing but i knew i loved working out and i was like probably gonna go get some protein at some point and then you just mm-hmm. started doing stuff right and and here we all are yeah right? That's a, that's a story we can all relate to. (laughs) Absolutely, man. Um, So let's go back a bit to 2018. 
um, what shows, how'd you place, all that stuff? Uh, so at the time, I didn't really have, like, you know, a lot of people have a, like a, like a strategized time, like, okay, I'm going to, they pick out a show, and I was just, like, I was working with Jeff at the time, and I was like, hey, Jeff, I want to do a show next year, uh, so I just looked up a uh, local WMBF shows here in my Jeff area. Jeff Alberts? There was, uh, no, Jeff Nippert. Jeff Nippert, Jeff yeah. Nippert, yeah. okay. Yeah, so I should have, should have prefaced by saying that, yeah, and, uh, found a show, it was probably, like, about six months away, uh, we started prepping and uh, it, was probably, it was about a 24 week prep. So about six months came into that. I was an amateur at the time. I'd never competed in the WNBF and I showed up. Uh, I won my, I, I competed in the juniors cause I was like 23 at the time. And I competed in the op, uh, men's open for the amateurs. So I won the juniors and I, I won my class. I was like, I think I was the lightweight class. Like, fuck, I don't remember it, man. I think I was 165. That's all I know. Uh, one of my classmates for the overall, I won the overall. So I got my pro card for, uh, you know, well, I qualified to compete as a pro after that, but I never competed, you know, I never, never competed as a pro. So this is actually my first time since then. And now I have to requalify, you know, per WMBF rules. If, you know, you don't compete within two years, you have to requalify. Yeah. So I have to requalify, I found a show, you know, like, you know, just find a show, like this is a show that I'm going to do, try to get my pro qualifier. Then I have two shows after that, that I want to, potentially do as a pro so that's still sort of plans for for this year and a lot of people have been asking me like are you going to do world this year uh i don't think i'm going to do worlds and the reason for that is because when i started this prep in december of last year i was supposed to compete in the i was supposed to compete in june yeah and i started this prep in uh, december like my mindset was never like oh i gotta do world this year it was never it was just i never thought about it and i was like man i, I just don't feel ready like that caliber of athletes i don't think i'm ready i'm like, if I want to do Worlds, man, I, I want to win every show prior to that because I want to know that I'm able to hold my own up there. And uh, I don't know, man. I don't. I, I really don't know, man. It's like, I still think about it sometimes, to be honest. Shit, man. What if, like... If it's on the table, man... That's a long know, yeah. time, though. Go for it. Absolutely go yeah. for it. Why not throw yeah. your hat in a ring? Yeah, because originally, I wanted to do the muscle mayhem. Like, I've been wanting to do the muscle mayhem since I was, like, 19. You know, that's when, like, I never... Uh, when I did my first show ever, uh, and I was about that age, 19, and that was, like, on Instagram. And I was on Instagram, I was starting, kind of starting to, like, you know, get more popular with, like, you know, bodybuilding and all that. And I saw other bodybuilders, other natural guys, and I saw them also make them. And I was like, you know, that, that just looks like a cool-ass show, you know. Like, I used to live in California, and I was like, man, I, just, I would love to go down there and do that show someday. And I saw the pictures of the athletes there. I was like, oh, these are some badass natural bodybuilders. Like, I want to be up there someday. So when I started this prep, that was a show like that was like the end goal for this uh for the season, and that show was originally scheduled that's, to be in July. Yeah, that's October yeah. 29th now, right? Yeah, they're October 30th. Yeah, the they 30th. Yeah, because that's yeah, a potential they, show on my season. Yeah, they moved it back. So uh, once they moved it, I was like, oh man, you know, it's just it, it it just it just made this prep you know the whole thing longer. But uh, it it was a blessing in disguise, man. I mean, it, everything's worked out. Uh, feel really good right now i'm like uh that show is i think like 10 or 11 weeks away i don't know but i feel really good right now like my energy is fine i'm i don't really feel like much fatigue i'm eating a decent amount of food so i honestly feel better right now i think than i did prior to when i was like 13 weeks out and i found out it got moved you know it was just like a big mental break uh, i feel pretty good right now so awesome yeah man sweet man where are you located at by the way where you live at in in washington in Washington washington state yeah 
Okay, so you're way out. You're way out on the coast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have a lot of good shows out there with California, though. So. Uh yeah, and there's like uh I was saying, man, there is next month there is two shows here in Washington. They're both pro qualifiers. They're in October, just uh, like two weeks before the mayhem. There's the third. Actually, yeah, uh, I, I did see one of them was in Washington. Yeah. Yeah. So. For sure, I'm doing one next month on uh, September 18th. I'm doing that one, like absolutely doing that. But I found out there's one a week prior to that on September 11th. I was like, man, I was like, I didn't even know about it. I barely found out about it. And I was, now I'm thinking, I'm like, that would put me at three weeks out. I'm like thinking, you know, can, should I do it? Qualify it's close. And it's, yeah, probably a couple hours away from me, you know? So I'm thinking about it. I'm like, man, I don't know. I actually still have to talk to uh, Cliff about it. And, uh, you know, well, we'll, I'll, well, I'll see what happens, man. You know, I haven't yeah. decided if I'm going to do that yet. So it's always if if you can drive to a show and it's it's somewhere mm-hmm. you don't ha- you don't have to travel and stay. Like that's something I always think about. Like it's like, man, that just makes things so much easier to to do it. Yeah, and uh, I I I usually like to pick like uh, local shows. You know, shows that are within driving distance. I mean, they we have a uh, quite a few here in Washington, which is awesome. You know, for at least for the WNBF, you know, I've looked up other federations, you know, there's like, um, like IPE and OCB. We don't have any of those here, like anywhere near here. And I really don't want to like, you know, go like deal with the traveling expenses and then, uh, you know, compete as an amateur just for a pro part in another federation. Because like at the end of the day, I just love, I love training, man. I really just love to train. I love bodybuilding. And uh, it's not like oh, I have to compete. I have to, you know, I have to be on stage. Like that's just a bonus. And WNBF is close by, you know, it's convenient. So I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to do that. And eventually though, I'm not saying I'd never would compete in other federations. I'd have to, I'd love to, you know, but right now it's like, a, it's not a, I guess I just run, right I'm just trying to build a better physique and just, I just love to train. So well, focusing on that, you know, the stage is always going to be there. I, th- I think that statement itself is huge. <clears throat> and I wish a lot of younger people, myself, my younger version of myself would have heard that as well. Um, just because like you said, like the stage is always there. And if people look back, like you, your physique, you know, in 18 and all that was already incredible, but you've committed this whole time to growing and it's, it's only mm-hmm. done you well, it's done you fantastic. Um, and you're, you're so committed to the process where the results almost kind of, they speak for themselves. Like your, your placings, they're going to mm-hmm. be good. Um, as, I think any one of us yeah. three here um, would, uh, would say that you're going to place well, regardless of what show you step mm-hmm. into because of that time that you committed. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think like a lot of people, like I think the younger guys, like you were saying, your younger self of, uh, they they're, they're infatuated with that, you know, just being on stage and being shredded into abs and all that. And like, I think my, my enjoyment in the off season and just, you know, the way I feel my energy, my strength kind of outweighs that, uh, you know, this where I'm at right now with, uh, you know, being shredded, being lean, you know, looking good with the pump. Like, it's awesome. It's awesome to, you know, I always look good. You'll be able to take a shirt off and look good, you know, anytime, anywhere. But I mean, I just, I, I enjoy like the off season probably more just because I know that I'm going to look better the following, you know, the next time that I go into a, you know, do a prep or just, you know, do a cut or whatever it is. Uh, I mean, that's, yeah, definitely enjoy, probably I, enjoy that. More. I kind of look at it as investing versus cashing out. So like, you know, off season you're investing and 
you know, perhaps mm-hmm. you're basically just cashing that out. Yeah, and I think like a lot of uh, a lot of guys that are like I was saying, like the younger guys, they don't really want to go through that uh that off season phase. Like, oh, I have to spend two years to put on this much muscle. Like, I just want to be shred. I want to be lean, you know. And uh, you know, yeah. social like social media probably plays a huge role in that. And when I started out, like I was saying, social media wasn't really around, you know. So like, I never was like about like, oh, I gotta post, you know, a badass picture with my abs showing. Like, you know, I just uh, I just had this uh this love for just going to the gym and, you know, beating myself up and uh, just watching my body change. And that's kind of what, like, I think because I came into this, you know, into the sport of bodybuilding with that, uh, you know, with that perspective about it, it just, it's, it's never really changed, you know? So talk about that period of time you've had off and, you know, what you did with, with Cliff during that time, like weight, push up, training style, like how did you, I guess, make those investments over the last few years? Man, it's, it's, to be honest, man, it's really, really boring. It's really just going to the gym and training, you know, like, that's all it is, you know, it's, no. it's just it's so slow. It's very, very slow process. You know, you're not going to put I'm, on. I'm glad you're saying that because I think that <laughs> soundbite needs to be heard by a lot of people. <laughs> well, it, it's the truth, man. I mean, not like the, I mean, and Cliff would tell me all the time, like, hey, Eddie, you know, I, you know, like, so like sometimes I would be on the same amount of food or it would increase by a very small amount of calories over yeah. the course of months, you know, yeah, and it's like, like 50 grams you know, of carbs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and like you basically you, you like you look the same, you know, or you don't, you don't want to get too fat in the off season, but as far as training up, well, I pretty much do with Cliff. I mean, you work with Cliff as well. So I, I don't know if our training, uh, I'm going to guess our training programs are quite similar, but I mean, I've had, push pull leg programs um but a lot of it is bro splits you know we're just like uh like currently for example i have like the leg days and i have like a uh back end what is it i think it's back end back traps and biceps something like that and then like chest and you know shoulders or whatever and then i'll you know there'll be a day in the week where i'll focus on like uh my leg and body parts like my back and uh, my chest you know so things like that. that that's pretty much how my that's the majority of the training with splits and i that's honestly my favorite style of training you know, just uh, I, I like to look at the program and uh, I, I swap things out a lot. If it's like a movement that I feel doesn't, I can't get good activation on, like on a certain muscle, I'm like, okay, I'm going to swap that out. Yep. But, uh, and, and, and that's okay with Cliff. He always tells me, you know, if something works better for you, do that instead. But uh, as far as the training goes, that's been the training, the off season. It's just, uh, I probably had in those three, in those three years that I was working with Cliff and, you know, prior to starting this prep, I probably had one mini cut the entire time the rest of it was being in a surplus you know getting up to about i think 210 pounds was the heaviest i got so uh, that was the biggest i've ever been and i was i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say this i'm five nine yeah so that's that's up there. So, and uh, <laughs> yeah i was 210 man and like uh right now i am 170 like two or 73 right around the fluctuating right on right right around there so i probably how much is that like 35 i don't even know 25 35 yeah i was like about 35 pounds ago i think it was yeah man so it's yeah man that that's pretty much how, how it's all been the last few years you know it's just it was like uh during that time of growing like just focusing on building everything you know building the just building my weaker body parts and then now started the prep and you're able to see like 
I'm able to see you know all the progress that was made with you know within that time and it's that's to me is probably the most fascinating part about you know doing this is like being able to see what uh what changes you made since the last time you competed it's, it's cool man what did you go in the off season wanting to to work on what what did you and cliff say like needs the most work originally when i first started with them it was my back because uh, i had sent <laughs> yeah i had sent him my stage i had sent him my stage photos and um it was mostly like the lower laps in the back, like, uh, yeah. like you know. So that sounds like, like he told you a lot of the same stuff. He's like, man, yeah, this this entire posterior chain needs yeah. to be some But work. it was also also my chest, and I I still think that to this day my chest is probably my most lacking body part. I I think my I don't, I'm not saying my uh, my back is it's uh my back is okay. I think it's it's okay. I definitely still want more thickness on it, but I think my chest is my most lacking body part. And, like, man, it's so damn stubborn. So going into my next off season, and I'll talk to the clip about, you know, what we're going to, you know, we'll, we'll make a plan for sure. Because the next time that I do compete, with whenever that may be years down the road, I'm going to do Worlds for sure. Like, already, I want to do Worlds for sure. But before we even get there, um, I want to work on, for sure, my back, my chest, and I, which is, I want more hamstrings. So yeah. for the viewers that don't know what, what you look like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, th- this is Eddie, and uh, Eddie's Jack. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> so, so this this right here is what'd you say, one seventy two? Yeah, I mean that was midday, so that was I was probably closer to one seventy five, you know, ish. One seventy two is like my morning weight, completely fasted. Yeah. I'll probably like one seventy five in that picture. Do you guys have a, yeah. a rough estimate of what you'll get down to? Like, will you creep into the 160s? You know? uh, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be into the 160s, man. I, I could squeeze out a few more pounds from where I'm at right now. And, and uh, I was like, 172 was my, my, has been my, my leanest so far. And uh, yeah, I could definitely get down to the, get down into the 160. It's going to happen. Yeah, man, you look, you look insane. <laughs> and I think this is a big yeah, lesson man. for a lot of, Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was, I, I was just going to say, looking at your photos, looking at like your numbers, um, I think it's a lesson for a lot of, you know, a lot of our listeners in general, but probably the more inexperienced ones that like your height and weight don't necessarily matter because we, you know, you're five foot nine, I'm five foot nine and a half. I bulked up to 215, you bulked up to 210, but like you look and probably do have like 10 more pounds of lean muscle. So like, it's really, it's bodybuilding. It's all what the look is. It doesn't matter what the numbers are on paper. It doesn't matter like what your stage competition, like weight is or body fat. It's all the look and all how your frame is structured and you know, your proportions and everything. So I mean, you you can have, you know, people tell, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, you can have two bodybuilders that both are 165 on stage, same height and look, absolutely different mm-hmm. yeah uh because people are surprised all the time when i tell them my weight They're like what like you know i thought you were like 180 190 i'm like no i'm in the i'm in the low 170s you know mm-hmm. and i'm probably gonna get into the 160s you know like i said my last last show that i did i was down to i actually sunk all the way down to 163 man just because i really wanted to make that uh, that weight class you know it was like uh uh, I think it was 165. I think that's lightweight. I don't. I forget the weight classes. Man. I don't know if it's lightweight, middleweight, but I think it's lightweight. And it's like, 165. It, like this, 
this photo you're 163 you look like you're like 195 well i mean i probably i probably carved up and got got up to the higher 160 still though still yeah (laughs) regardless of the five pound difference you look like you're 30 pounds heavier (laughs) yeah and you know people think that all the time i'm like i mean this is what i weigh man but i mean at the end of the day it's it's just a number what really matters is how you look on stage next to the other competitors you know so trying to bring a trying to bring a better look this time around and uh you know just trying to have fun with it man i mean i try not to take it so serious i mean at the end of the day i tell myself like I don't know who's going to show up. You know, I don't know who's going to show up, man. I really, but I know I'm showing up and I know that I'm going to bring my best. That's all I can do. That's the, that's like, that's the only thing that I can control. Just show up at my very absolute best and just enjoy the experience, have fun with it. So, I mean, I'm like I said, man, I'm, I'm just excited to get on stage, you know, just because this prep has been so long. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Who, who do you draw um, inspiration <laughs> from within the sport? Uh, I, hmm. Like overall natural bodybuilding or just yeah, just just who who do you look at and you're like, whether it's a physique standpoint, whether it's how they train, whether it's how they approach bodybuilding, like who who do you kind of keep an eye on? Well, when it comes to training, I really like to, I, I like to see guys uh, that train like really really like hard, you know, really intense. Like that really drives me, and it for me it, it kind of gives me like a like a layout of how training should be done. Like that's the way you're supposed to train. But it, it speaks for itself, you know. You see guys that train like really just like I don't know, like uh, take somebody like Jordan Peters for example. You know, he puts up these videos and he's training like fucking balls to the walls, and I'm like, dude, I I gotta go to the gym and I gotta replicate that, you know, or yeah. or even watching like old footage of like Tom Platt or Dorian Yates. I'm like, man, that's that's fucking awesome. You know, I want I want to train like that, and uh. Of course, over the years, my approach to training has changed a lot. Like, I used to train really aggressive in my younger days, man. I used to, like, go into the gym, and I got hurt a lot because of it, you know. And because of it, I got I got a back injury a few years ago. I don't really squat anymore, you know, because of that. So I just have to find other ways to train my legs. But I still go to the gym, and every time I'm in there, man, I just, like, I just try to think, like, can I work harder than last time? So, like, I'm going on a tangent, man, but that's – uh. I think a lot of it comes down to just training really hard. So I like to look at guys that train really hard. And uh, as far as like natural bodybuilding, uh, I've I've always really, really admired Doug Miller, man. Like he was probably the first natural bodybuilder that I saw that I was like completely blown away. And uh, yeah. I probably get a lot of, I probably get a lot of shit for that from people like, oh, he's not natty. Like, I don't give a fuck, man. I think he is. I believe him, you know, and I give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't really care. I'm, I'm not here to argue about it. But uh, when it comes to natural bodybuilding, I think Doug Miller was, like, the first guy that I saw when I was, like, um, probably, like, you know, what was, like, 2014 when uh, he last competed. And I was, like, holy shit, like, that's possible, you know? Yeah. And I just, I think it's awesome. Especially watching him train. Like, yeah, if D- you watch Doug's him get some training. He's a freak. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, it's, I think I definitely draw a lot of inspiration from him. Yeah, he trains like a madman. And, 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 and he's one of those guys, like – you'll never not be blown away. Like you show me a picture of Doug now, like, holy shit. You show me a picture of Doug a week, a week from now. Holy shit. Like that, that feeling never goes away looking at Doug. He's yeah. Incredible. I like what I like about him too, is he he's, especially his training is very much, I don't want to use the word against what is popular, but he does a bro split. He does like four or five sets of everything, you know, 20 reps to failure yeah. drop sets the whole nine yards right whereas yeah you know right now it's it's all about fatigue management and mm-hmm. you know 
push pull leg like you know it's very very opposite to what doug does but i mean yeah you know, that's, that's very true you know i mean that, uh, it, it, he's he's a genetic yeah. elite but I, I i i like that he has forged his own path kind of deal right i, I kind of dig yeah. he, i kind of dig that he's like yeah screw everybody else i'm gonna do my own thing and he's I mean, it, it works for best. him you know yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know, every, it's not going to work for everybody else. You know, that, especially that the amount, bad amount of volume, like most people wouldn't be able to recover from that, especially if you're training, if you're totally. actually training that intense, you know, you're yeah. not going to be able to recover from that. Yeah, so. for sure. So let's, let's talk about, I guess, your goals within the sport, what you see from yourself. You know, I, I want to know what it feels like to have your coach basically tell you, you have the potential to be a world champion one day and what that feels like. Man, I I really wanted that before I uh before I started this prep, like I was telling myself, man, I really want to win a world championship one day, you know. And uh, man, this, like over, through this prep though, I I feel like uh my mind my I just feel like my mindset kind of changed. Like I was taking it so serious, and I'm like, you know what, man? I, I and Cliff kind of told me, you know, he's like, just kind of enjoy it, you know, because if you set these like ridiculously high goals for yourself like oh i have to win a world uh, a world title like this year whatever and it doesn't happen you're just going to lead yourself to disappointment and i was like you know what totally right i just want to enjoy the process and if it happens you know awesome you know if it never happens it never happens but uh i do i do i do believe that i could uh make it to the world stage i mean and you know place well but uh i've never really thought about it like um as far as like uh, like that's like uh like I, I want to be a, a world, a world uh, champion one day, you know, like that was never really a goal. I just, I just had this love for training and then decided to compete. And uh, now that I've, you know, I've been training for 10 years yep. and I'm uh, going to compete again. I'm like, you know what? I pro- I'll probably do, I'll, pro- I'll probably do world one day and, you know, maybe win, who knows, but it does feel, it, it feels, it feels great to hear that from Cliff, you know, that like he believed in me. So it sounds like you have a very mature and healthy attitude towards the sport and towards competing. Right. Because, you know, you know, like, like Cliff told you, you can get these lofty goals, whether it's turning pro winning this show, going to worlds or whatever. And, you know, those are very big goals at the end of the day, only one person is going to be able to do it. Right. Only one person is going to win that show. Mm -hmm. Only one person is going to get that pro card. And, you know, what, no matter how good you are, the, the odds are, against you right because there's so many other people mm-hmm. trying to do the same thing yeah whereas you know yeah. for, for you if you just have that deep love of training you know you can get on stage you can present a better physique than you did you know in 2019 or whatever someone competed last like that that at the end of the day is is a very good feeling regardless of the outcome so you know that that's one thing that you know we talked about kind of working with cliff earlier before we went live but hit his his mentality towards not only bodybuilding, but life. He, he's got a very, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like healthy way of looking at things without, you mm-hmm. know, put, setting yourself up for frustration and disappointment and then getting negative connotation towards competing or towards a placing or whatever, where it's like, you know, going yeah. into it very open-minded and, and very healthy. It's a mature and wise perspective. Yeah. 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 You know, like, like you said, Eddie, like, you know, it may never happen, but that doesn't take away from your enjoyment out of everything you're doing. Right. Yeah. And like, I think about it, like, so like, like I said, my uh, ultimate goal for this prep has been the muscle mayhem. Like, What if I don't even win that? You know what I mean? Then I don't want to feel like, oh man, if I can't even win this show, 
how am I going to ever, you know, win a world title? So that, that, that's something that kind of made me step back and was like, you know what, man, just show up at your very best and enjoy the process. And, uh, and if, if you do win or if you do make it, you know, to the world, uh, the world stage one day, that'll be awesome. You know, and it'll be yeah. a very rewarding feeling because like, damn, you know, I, I kind of had this vision that this would happen someday and now, now it's happening. So, uh, yeah, man, I, but I'll be honest, though, I really want to win. Like, I'm thinking about, like, competing. <laughs> with all, I, with I, all that being said, I want to yeah, win. Yeah, <laughs> like, I want to win, man. Like, uh, you know, uh, for, like, every show that I do, I'm like, fuck, I want to win. Like, I'm not showing up just to participate. For sure. And, you know, I, for I want, sure. Yeah, like, I want to win, man. Like, you know, it's, that about, fine, uh, it's that fine line, right? Like, I think all of us yeah. can attest to, to that feeling, right? Like, like none of mm-hmm. us go to a show to not win. I, mm-hmm. I think if you go into that go into a show with that mindset you're you're shooting yourself in the foot but on the flip side it's kind of like the devil and angel on your shoulder right like mm-hmm. this guy's like i want to win i'm a killer i'm gonna take this but then this side's like man like let's go have fun <laughs> yeah and like i i know there's like bodybuilders out there that are better than me and you know they can show up at this show and you know and then you know i, I you know the results come in and it is what it is man you know yeah. i still i still gotta be like Hey, I showed up my very best. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of what I what I accomplished, and uh, like to me, that's still a win within itself. Like, because it, this entire prep, man. I mean, I haven't missed a single meal, a single training session. No. And uh, and and, and honestly, I think something that's huge is uh to kind of have that same like approach in the off season, man. Like even in my off season, like I still weigh all my food, I still hit all my meals, I get all my training in, I train intense, and I just carry that over into my prep. You know what I mean? So that's probably what's gotten me to where I am today. Just having that same approach to it all over the last you know, 10 years. Awesome. Awesome. Right I'm, on, with man. You. I'm with you on that, on the off season thing. Cause I think a lot of, you know, it, it, it can be overlooked a lot and it's, it's easier to kind of tunnel vision and dial it in when, you know, you've got a contest on the, like on the horizon and that you're specifically targeting, but you know, you know, the off season when you actually grow muscle. So, um, yeah, if you can dial it in, in your off season, you can make massive improvements. And yeah, I I completely agree with that sentiment. Yeah, man, hundred percent. Awesome, man. Let's let's close this out with your biggest piece of advice to the to the seventeen, eighteen, nineteen year old getting into the gym. Looks at you, says, "Man, I want to do that." W- what do you tell that kid? Dude, just honestly just a lot of a lot of consistency and patience and just training really hard because it's, it's not going to happen over the course of you know one year or two years or whatever it is you know people uh, I was talking to a, a few young guys at the gym uh, a few weeks ago and they asked me how long I've been training and when I told them they looked at each other shocked like fuck that I'm not going to do that you know and it's like hey man that's what it takes you know because like I hear the term uh like peak natty and that shit irritates the hell out of me it's like well how do you know what peak natty is if you if you don't actually try to work for it just you know have a plan like okay i'm gonna follow a nutrition plan i'm gonna follow a training plan i'm gonna give it everything i got over many 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 years and i'm gonna see where it gets me and that's how you're gonna know you know what you're like your i guess i'd say your genetic potential whatever it is you know just train really hard for many many years stay consistent you know that's that's pretty much all bodybuilding is and it's interesting how that perspective shifts throughout your training career too. Like, uh, you know, I look back like years and years ago and like an, you know, a six week training cycle, holy heck, that was a long training cycle. And now it's six mm-hmm. weeks. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, it's just a little yeah. blip, small blip. Like 
they yeah. just fly by at this point. Well, you gotta have like you really gotta have a like a, this like love, this passion, this desire for it. Otherwise, you're gonna get bored of it really quick, or you're gonna you're not gonna see the results you want and the time span that you want. And then you're gonna kind of fall off. You're gonna get lazy in your training and your you know your your dieting and it's just you're gonna set yourself up for failure, man. And you kind of gotta know you you gotta realize that when you know if you want to be a bodybuilder, you kind of just gotta have that understanding of it from the beginning. Not you know uh, I mean they probably see like these guys on social media and they, they're infatuated with the look, but they gotta understand what it takes to get there. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's all that all a lot of hard work. For sure. For sure. Awesome, man. Where can people find you on social media? They want to stay up to date with the journey. Uh, so it's my Instagram. You guys shared it was uh, Eddie double underscore 1995. And uh, I'll just be sharing on there, you know, the rest of the prep, just, you know, shooting up some pictures, videos, training, whatever it is, all that jazz. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you coming on, buddy. Hey man, thanks for having me, man. Anytime you guys want to have me on again, you know, I'd love to be on and just you know, chop it up with you guys. All right, we're gonna hold you to that. <laughs> Thanks, Eddie. Sure, maybe maybe right. we'll meet up actually in person. Hey, we'll that'd be awesome, man. That'd be awesome for sure. Awesome. Well, if you guys enjoyed this episode, <laughs> please give it a like. Don't forget to follow Eddie on social media. Stay up to date with his prep, and obviously follow our Instagram at Natty underscore News underscore Daily. And we'll see you guys in the next one. <laughs>